You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Well, Jimmy, today will be given his regular countdown stuff and also an emergency pod on, or at least segment, on Antonio Kite's commitment out of Aniston. Uh, just really quickly, I got to see him up close and personal in the basketball tournament earlier this year. I uh, thought he was a fabulous athlete. Don't know much about him, at least as much as Jimmy, in terms of football. Jimmy does seem to like him a lot, and uh, so that's something to think about. But uh, Jimmy will be telling you about Antonio Kite here in a second. Then he will continue his countdown. So happy 4th of July, everybody, and we'll talk to you again soon. This is Jimmy Stein from Locked On Bama. Alabama got some news earlier today with the commitment of Antonio Kite, an in-state athlete from Anniston. Uh, you guys will have to remind me. It's been a while since Alabama uh, signed a, a kid from Anniston. Uh, good program. Definitely signed some kids over the years from there. Antonio is a wide receiver slash defensive back. I believe Alabama likes him as a as a defensive back and specifically as a safety. He was a guy Alabama was very interested in, and then he came to camp, camped and uh, worked out for the coaches, and that's when they became extremely interested in Antonio Kite, and he made his decision earlier today. He'll be Probably playing safety when you watch Antonio Kite on tape. To me, uh, he has several high-level skills. He can obviously run. But uh, two things about him that I think make him an interesting prospect. First of all, his, he's a center fielder to me, uh, meaning that you know there can be several different types of safety prospects. In the old days, there used to be the headhunter, you know, the, the guy that would just be the intimidator in the middle of the field that – would make wide receivers think twice about coming over the middle. The targeting rules have almost eliminated that player from even existing anymore. Now safeties are more big corners, really. They're just cover guys, and, and Antonio Kite is a modern-day safety. He is a cover safety. He uh, is a guy that, that might even get some time at cornerback or maybe at star uh, because coverage is sort of his thing. But But really, in terms of where he stands out to me in terms of his ball skills, is a center fielder, a guy that just sits at deep safety, reads the play, diagnoses the play, and uses his speed uh, and range uh, to get to the intended receiver or get to the ball carrier. He is also, if you're going to be a good center fielder, a good deep free safety in the college game, you need to be an excellent tackler. And Antonio Kite is a good tackler. He shows all the, all the properties, all the skills you would need. Uh, to be a good tackler at the next level. He's physical. A lot of high school DBs aren't, to be honest. Uh, but but Antonio is. He brings his hat. It's a contact sport. He enjoys that part of it. He'll hit you. And not every defensive back does. Uh, some, some, some kids have to, be, have to be taught to do it or prodded to do it or, or, or something they need to work on. It comes to Antonio naturally, the ball hawking, center field stuff, and the physicality. And when you add all that up, that's why he's a, a high-level SEC prospect. I think he's one of the top 10 to 12 prospects in Alabama uh, in this cycle and uh, a kid that could be really good on special teams. And, uh, and it's a plus for me whenever Alabama takes someone that, from the state of Alabama. I, I, I'm always 
the guy willing to give an extra half half star bump up to the in-state guys. Um, I think it means a little something to the, to those guys. You can't take kids that aren't, aren't good enough just because they're from here and want to be here, but Antonio Kite's plenty good enough. And uh, he committed to Alabama earlier today, and he is Alabama's uh, ninth commitment. And I think you'll see more commitments in the coming months as Alabama's still focused on, on recruiting and these camps and their camp evaluations and the board shuffling around practice starting in less than five weeks. Once practice starts, a lot of the focus goes back to getting ready for the football season. But right now, uh, it is a dead period, but the coaches are uh, still in full recruiting mode. And uh, Alabama adds a quality defensive back to the board. Thanks for listening to, uh, to Locked on Bama. And Luke will be back with me soon. Roll tap. You know, it's really amazing to me. I still have to tell you guys about Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. I, I, I shouldn't have to tell you this anymore. You know how good it is. Go to BuiltBar.com, B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. Go check them out ASAP. You will love these delicious, nutritious, covered in chocolate health bars. And I call them health bars, but you know, that always has sort of a stigma with it. These are not health bars. These are just like candy bars that are good for you. So I guess you can call them healthy and sweet, I, sweet and healthy. I, Maybe that's what they should have called themselves. Sweet and healthy. That would have been kind of cool. Whatever. It doesn't matter. BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. 15% off that order at BuiltBar.com. I'm telling you, you're going to love these things. They've got a lot of flavors, like close to 30 flavors. And again, use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off that order. You will not regret this. Jimmy and I will not lead you astray. If you go to BuiltBar.com, you will absolutely love these things. Go check them out. Also want to tell you about betonline.ag. What a perfect week to do some betting, right? You Fourth of July falls on a Sunday, so you probably are taking this week off, I'm guessing, or like a few days. I don't know. It's hard to say. I can't. I don't know what you do. You're crazy like that. But uh, go to betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus, free money. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can, of course, bet on Major League Baseball. You can bet on NBA uh, finals. It's going to be Milwaukee and Phoenix. Who would have thunk it? Um, you can bet on who's going to win that. You can bet on the game itself. You can bet on in-game stuff. You can bet on reality TV. Bet on whatever you want to. Use promo code Locked On. You can just bet on a, you know, play blackjack and then bet on a game and just, you know, spend your whole night doing that. I mean, what else are you going to do? Hang out with your family? Come on now. Don't be crazy. Go to BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code. Locked on for a 50% welcome bonus, and I promise you, you're going to enjoy this. Go check them out, betonline.ag. Welcome back into Locked on Bama. This is Jimmy Stein with the player roster countdown. We started way back at 99, and here we are. Uh, today, we're going to talk about number 34, Quandarius Robinson. Uh basically redshirted last fall and here we are discussing redshirt in the COVID year every single player in college football redshirted so uh, nothing notable there I guess I'm just pointing out that uh, Q didn't play in games uh, last fall uh, which is common with most true freshmen I know uh, we like to think they're all David Palmer you know they're all Will Anderson and Malachi Moore uh, they're not. Most of them are not. <laughs> Most of them aren't even close to that. Most of them need to develop. Uh, as I say all the time, high school prospects are not college players. There is a difference. 
One is a projection. The other one is a done deal. It's already been determined. Uh, Q is trying to transition from a really good high school prospect to really good college football player. And uh, that's not an overnight thing for the vast majority of human beings. So Q's still working on it. He certainly has some role models in his outside linebacker room. Alabama has one of the best outside linebacker rooms in the sport. Well, as a matter of fact, I have no doubt at all, Alabama has the best outside linebacker room in the sport. So Q's going to have to wait his turn, but that's great because during this time he's waiting his turn, if he's doing the right things, and I'm sure he is, it's getting better. It's getting better because his time will come, and the key at Nick Saban's Alabama is your time will come. And when it comes, you need to be ready not to play, but to play and be a great football player. That's only going to happen if Q's working toward that all this summer and this fall, and even next spring when it's going to be tough for him to, to break into the two deep. I mean, Will Anderson will be back next season. Uh, Chris Allen likely won't be, but uh, Drew Sanders and Chris Braswell both scheduled to be back, assuming they don't lose their patience. Uh, but, but man, th- those are just difference-making dudes, even a guy we hadn't talked about yet, King M. Wakuda is another guy that we sort of forget, but he, he's good. He's a really good prospect, and uh, Q is a good prospect. Uh, we talked recently, as we talked through these linebackers, that some of them are emblematic of, of a term that's being used in scouting a lot, the positionless football player, and it's meant to be a compliment. Uh, and, and what it means is here's a defender that doesn't neatly fit into one box. Here's a defender who can drop into coverage and make plays Here's a defender who can defend an area in zone coverages and a guy who can play man-to-man. Um, it's a linebacker who can cover a slot receiver in his area and then cover a tight end or running back and then on the very next snap rush the passer or, 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 or trade paint with a back in the tackle box. Uh, that's, what these, uh, that's what these positionless guys are. They're, they're, they're capable of doing so much. They're very valuable in terms of defending against spread offenses. But as we've talked about with some players, I'm I'm beginning to get kind of turned off on the term because, yes, there are some guys capable of doing all those things, but if you're going to play in the SEC against the the, the second-best collection of athletes, football athletes in the world behind the NFL – you need to excel at a couple of things, not just be capable of doing a lot. Like that, that saying the master of, uh, uh, you know, the jack of all trades is a master of none. And I think these so-called positionless players need at least to find something that they're really good at so they can play on those downs. And, and, and it's just going to be such a rare kid who can do it all. So let's just be careful when we hear positionless player on defense as a compliment, it could also be a problem. And I'm not saying that specifically in regard to Q, but, but, but Q is that guy. I mean, in the sense that he was literally like Christian Harris, a defensive back in high school, not, not like as a kid. In high school games in the ninth and 10th, and I think even the 11th grade, he played, he played some defensive back. And then he grew and grew, and then basically his senior year became a defensive end, like a pass rusher. And that's, A, it's amazing because now he goes to college with, with this skill set, this knowledge of all these spots. Uh, but it's also a matter of finding what he does really, really well. And, uh, and of course, gaining weight and gaining functional strength. 
uh, and, and those things or, or what's going on with him. I still have, my expectations for Q have never changed. Uh, I, I think he's a really high-end upside prospect. And, and if things work out, uh, there's th- this guy's got first-round type ability uh, in, in terms of what he's showing up with athletically, in terms of his length, his natural speed. He's got some ball skills from his DB years. So Q could, could turn out to be a really good player. What it is is, as fans, we need to be patient with him as he remains patient because it is a long climb up Alabama's outside linebacker depth chart. And I know so many fans love the idea of, well, we need to play all these guys, get them all experience. I mean, have y'all watched the Nick Saban era? Have y'all watched this? I mean, it's been going on now since 2007, but now we should have a pretty good idea that the first team plays until the game is over. And one person determines when the game is over, and that is Nick Saban. And then, then the backups play. And that's not going to change. So that's just how, how it is. And for those of you that don't like it, I would just point to Nick Saban's one loss record. It's pretty good. He seems to know exactly what he's doing. So that's just how it is. Q's going to have to remain patient as he improves. And the fans will remain patient when they're like, hey, I thought he was the number one prospect in the state and he doesn't play. Well, it's, it's difficult to get on the field right now at that spot. Will Anderson and Chris Allen probably have an argument as maybe the best outside linebacker duo in school history. And they're backed by two guys that may push them for how good they are. And Drew Sanders and Chris Braswell, two five-stars who, in my opinion, are sort of living up to the hype. They just also have problems with getting up to that first team because those guys are so good. So Q, just keep working at it. And uh, once he gets on the field, he'll be ready. Thanks for listening to Locked On Bama. Back to the player roster countdown on Locked On Bama. This is Jimmy Stein. Thanks for listening to these segments. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me. I like discussing every player on the roster. It gives everybody an update as to what's going on with each kid, what the expectations are, and so far as playing time. And uh, you get to know these guys a little bit better and, uh, and, and in terms of what to expect going forward. And uh, today, 33, Jackson Bratton. Inside linebacker from Muscle Shoals, super kid, uh, hard worker. He's a gump, and I mean that as a compliment. He's full of Bama. That's, uh, that's good. That means he's out there working hard. He wants to contribute. I think we'll probably see him this fall on special teams. Uh, here's a guy that even though he's gifted like our blue chip prospects, he's going to be willing to, to, to play a smaller role and be excited about it uh, until it's his turn. And it's hard to get a turn on the depth chart. In the last segment, we talked about Q Robinson. Jackson Bratton has a similar situation. I think he's a good player. I think he's capable of being a starting linebacker in this league, maybe even at Alabama. But for this fall, I mean, good luck. I mean, Christian Harris and Henry Toho Toho may be the best inside linebacker group, best inside linebacker duo in the country. They're backed by Shane Lee and Jalen Moody. who are ready to be starters. They're ready to be quality starters in this league. They're the number two guys. And then, then we've apparently signed a freak in Deontay Lawson that we'll be talking about next. So Jackson's likely to get leapfrogged by him. I mean, who wouldn't? Deontay looks like C.J. Mosley. So uh, it's tough, you know, getting on the field at Nick Saban's Alabama. Doesn't mean he's not a good player. As a matter of fact, I can almost promise you he is. Uh, I loved uh, when we signed him. 
wasn't as highly regarded as some of the other freaks in this class. But uh, you watch his tape, and what stands out to me is clearly in high school, here's a kid who was an, an A prospect in the tackle box. From tackle to tackle in terms of making tackles on anything that happens in that tackle box, he was elite or a near elite prospect. But what made him a take at Alabama is he'll surprise you with his range. This is a guy who is more athletic than, than you would think, who's going to be pretty good in coverage. I'm sure it's what he has to work on at Alabama the most, but he's still good at it. That's what made him a take is this is not a, this is not a guy you only play home rundowns. I think he is a every down backer, which makes him valuable. And I think just like we're talking about with Q, he just needs to work on getting better and better because one day his day will come. And when your day comes at Alabama, there's no better example than Mac Jones of, of what that means. I mean, Mac waited and waited and waited and he improved. He spent all that time waiting. He spent it getting better. So when his time did come, he was ready. That's just a great example to all the positions and not just quarterback. And, and, and I think, uh, Hopefully all these guys have seen that as, as their example of, hey, I got to get better and better and better because I'm going to wake up one day and they're going to tell me you're with the ones and you're only going to get one chance <laughs> because it's Nick Saban's Alabama and there's going to be some young freaks behind you in the depth chart. So uh, Jackson's going to be getting better and better and better. Again, I think he was a take because of his athleticism. That's no doubt what he has to work on the most, though. That's the most difficult thing for true linebackers to do is play in coverage. It's easier, always remember this, when you evaluate players or or about football, it is a lot easier athletically to play up than back. And what I mean by that is, if your job at the snap of the ball is to run towards the line of scrimmage, towards the offense, towards the ball, run to the ball in front of you, that's a lot easier than playing back and for the, them, them playing backpedaling or, or having to defend a larger area. I'll give you a perfect example because most of you that listen to this didn't play football. Most of you didn't, not at a high level. Uh, but almost everyone that, that listens, the, the guys and the girls that listen to our podcast, a lot of y'all played baseball growing up. And sometimes baseball analogies are really easier to understand because we've all been there. Well, if you play in center field in baseball, and a pop-up is hit shallow, and you've got to run forward to get the ball. We all know that's an easier play to make than going backwards. When you're, What's an easier play to make? Running towards the infield to make a catch or running towards the wall for a ball hit over your head? What's the harder play to make? What takes, what takes a higher level of athleticism and skill? Exactly the same situation with playing a linebacker. It's easier to come up than go back. And guys, a prospect, a true inside linebacker prospect like Jackson Bratton, that that will always be the work in progress is, uh, sure, he's going to come up and he's going to smash heads and trade some paint and get it back to the ground. He'll do that. But uh, how's he going to do when the the play calls for him to uh, run with the tight end uh, straight up the field or run with a back on a wheel route? I mean, that's... Look, if you can't do that, you can't play. Because if, you, if you're on the field and you can't do that, you might as well just go ahead and put six points on the board for the other team. They'll find you out. So 
that's what uh, Jackson and other inside linebackers like him need to work on, and uh, it's always a work in progress. We're lucky to have him. I think he will be a significant player on special teams until it's his turn. And when it's his turn, a kid like him, you can bet he'll be ready. Thanks for uh, listening to Locked On Bama, and thanks for uh, thanks for uh, patronizing our sponsors, who uh, who really are all great. Uh, we're so fortunate that all, all the sponsors at Locked On Bama are quality companies with quality products, whether it's Rock Auto or Bill Bar uh, and all the others. But uh, they really are good products, and we appreciate you guys giving them a shot as you give us a shot, and we're getting closer to the start of fall camp.